Welcome Queen, my name is Ezra and I am the host of She Is Ezra, the podcast. In this podcast, I am bringing to you all things spirituality, personal development, love and business. From the bottom of my heart to yours, I thank you for taking this journey with me today. Let's dive in. I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land and pay my deepest respects to their elders past, present and emerging. I acknowledge that this is and will always be sacred dark and young land. Hi beautiful soul, how are you going? Thank you so much for listening to another podcast episode. I hope that you're having a wonderful day wherever you are in your day. I'm sending you love and I'm sending you healing energy as always. And if you're listening to this podcast episode, it's probably because you're interested to know of a telltale sign that showcases someone with low self-esteem. So I think it's really important to first define what low self-esteem actually is. So low self-esteem is when someone lacks confidence about who they are and what they do. They often feel incompetent, unloved or inadequate. People who struggle with low self-esteem are consistently afraid about making mistakes or letting other people down. So I don't know if you can uh, <laughs> like resonate if you resonate with that but that like actually getting a definition of what something means it always kind of blows my mind because I always have these preconceived ideas about what something might mean and when I actually really looked into what low self-esteem was especially the part about pleasing other people made me really realize that it was something that I have struggled with for such a long time Anyway, this podcast episode is really random, like the way that it came about. So I'm going to start with a story and it's going to make sense by the end, I swear. So today I went and got my windscreen fixed. Now, here's a bit of a backstory. In 2019, so yes, my windscreen has been cracked for a long time. Please don't judge me. It's just not been a priority for me to actually get it fixed. And I didn't think in my judgment, it wasn't bad enough for me to immediately get it fixed. It's only taken me three years to get it fixed. Anyway, so I got my windscreen fixed and it was interesting because as I got back into the car and I just kind of looked through it, it was like I, I could see differently. And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, I remember the time in my life when my windscreen cracked. So for a bit of context for you, I had just broken up with an ex. I was living with him and I had just moved home and it was a very, very very traumatic time of my life. I remember being underweight. I looked absolutely shocking. I was just so focused on my external appearance, but I just took things way too far. Like my makeup was just so heavy and harsh and aggressive. At this point in my life, I was really, really down on myself. I had completely lost my sense of identity. I had literally been berated to the point where I didn't even, and gaslighted to the point where I literally did not even know 
what my reality even was. I was quite dissociative and I was getting triggered by the smallest things which is setting me off and I really feel for my family at that time of my life. Anyway, I was invited to a club in Sydney for a magazine party, which was a lot of fun. And the theme was actually, it was Halloween. So literally is like basically three years ago. I'm recording this at the beginning of October. So anyway, I was getting ready for this party and I was actually really excited because in my relationship, I wasn't allowed to do anything. I wasn't allowed to go anywhere. I wasn't allowed to have friends really. So this whole social opportunity, all these social opportunities that just came flooding in were so exciting for me. And so I booked in to get my makeup done. Anyway, I went in and came back out again and there was a big crack in my windscreen. And I was like, well, I just said before that it wasn't that big, but like it was pretty big. It's like across half my wind. It was across like half my windshield. So like it was pretty big. And I just remember thinking, what like I'd looked at the sky and I just asked like, what, what is going on? Like, I can't deal with this. Anyway, I've had the money to get it fixed, but it's just never been something that I've cared about at all. And so today when I hopped in my car and I was just kind of looking at my new windscreen and I was like, this is so significant for me that this moment in time is where I've actually made a choice to repair something in my life. I've actually gone, taken action and repaired something. In the past, if I'd broken something, I would have just thrown it out or I would have just ignored it and not cared because I actually care about my things now. I've always had pride in my appearance, but I wouldn't go so far as saying that I've really valued my things. And it's interesting because my dad really wanted to teach me the value of money when I was younger. And I remember all my friends had their cars bought for them and I was told that I had to save up and buy my own car. So in that way, I have a value in the way that like I save up for things and I buy whatever I want. But the care factor, no. Like, <laughs> even just like eating in my car and crumbs going everywhere and all this kind of stuff, like, um, like I actually looked on the ceiling and there's all these like stains. I don't know what it's from. I really couldn't tell you. Maybe when I've opened my Maccas, it somehow hit the ceiling. I don't know, but I have not cared for my car at all. And when I think about it, it is actually linked to the fact that I had no value on myself. I had no respect for myself and my things whatsoever. I, As I said, I really cared about how I looked because, but that wasn't about me. That was about other people. My own stuff could not care. And so it was just never something that I ever really thought about doing. And of course, to get my rego this year, I had to get it fixed. So it was something that definitely had to be done, but I could have actually put it off for longer. Anyway, the symbolism with this whole thing continues because my life isn't broken anymore. And it was three years ago. It was in absolute shambles. I remember at that point in my life, I'd actually deferred the semester at uni because I just could not mentally handle anything. I was on the verge of 
just a complete meltdown every single day. Oh, I was just a absolute wreck. And I remember being so triggered by the smallest things. And at that point, I had been so berated and treated so poorly and gaslighted that I actually didn't have any sense of self or identity. And it was a really hard time of my life. So to three years, you know, down the track and to actually have my windscreen fixed and to realize that my life just, as I said, isn't broken anymore. And I have healed so much. It's just such a big moment for me to have this realization. And I've put in so much hard work and I have such a beautiful relationship and I'm just so grateful for where I am. And it's only when you take a moment like that to really look back and actually see that we do come so far, especially when we set the intention and actually put the work in. Anyway, back to low self-esteem and how your the way that you treat things is a reflection of the way you feel about yourself. So I really believe that we that everything we own is an extension or a projection of ourselves. I really believe that. And think about it, you wouldn't buy anything that you didn't really like unless it was for something else or unless it was practical or it had to be bought. But everything that you buy, even the choice of your food, your car, like everything that you buy is a reflection of who you are. For example, I have family members who are minimalists who buy their clothes secondhand because they are passionate about sustainability, spirituality, and the environment. So everything that they have is a reflection of themselves and their beliefs and what feels good for them. I just know from my own personal development journey that when people tend to hoard, it's because they have a mindset that's really has like a lot of lack, like feelings of lack, like I don't have enough, I have to hold on to this stuff, I have to cling on to it. It's also like holding on to old energy. So I am guilty of this, you know, in the past, holding on to ex-boyfriends, t-shirts and presents and you know, things that made me, you know, reminisce and, but that's just holding on to old energy and it's just really fear-based in my, in my humble opinion. Um, in my own experience, you may disagree, but that's just what I believe and feel. So anyway, if our possessions are an extension or projection of ourselves, then the way we treat our possessions must also be a reflection of the way we feel about ourselves. And up until recently, I didn't value myself and I didn't value my things. And that's really obvious in the way I feel about myself. Oh, I used to feel about myself. Whereas now I take a lot of pride in the things that I have and I'm I don't have that, oh, I'll just throw it out in mindset. Like I actually look after my things and next on my list is to actually get the side of my car fixed and just look after things. And it really comes down to the fact that I really do love and value myself. And it's just a very nice feeling. Another thing is I used to actually give my stuff away. This is another realization I had when I was writing all this down is that I used to give my stuff away like for no reason. Like someone might say, oh, I like this. And I'd say, oh, just have it. No, seriously, I want you to have it. 
Um, even if I did like it, but I still gave it away to please others or to, I guess, I just never really had an attachment to a lot of my things or even though I'd worked so hard for them, I just didn't care. I think it really just comes down to the fact that I just did not care about myself or my stuff. And a lot of my life decisions actually are very, very evident in the way that um, you know, I just did not care about myself and my well-being and my self-esteem was really, really low. So this is my question to you. What does your space look like? What does your car look like? How do you treat your possessions? But then also, how do you treat yourself? And it's not necessarily like, oh, I just take myself shopping, but it's like genuinely like, how do you treat yourself? Do you listen to your body? Do you nurture your body? Do you rest when you need it? Do you exercise? Do you eat healthy food? I would be surprised if the way that you treat yourself wasn't reflected in the way that you treat your things. And I always think as well, a kind of a counter argument that comes to mind is someone might say, oh, well, I just don't have time to clean my car or I just have don't have time to clean my room. But really, I think that's actually reflective of the fact that you don't make time for yourself. You're just so busy and caught up in what you're doing, you're not appreciating what you need and what makes you feel good. And if you don't mind having a crazy environment, then that's so fine and honestly power to you. It would save you a lot of time in cleaning and organizing. But I think that there is a massive correlation between the two ideas. So to wrap this up, I truly believe, thank, and it's thanks to my cracked windscreen and the way that I've treated my car over the past five years, and I can't wait to start treating my lovely car, because, you know, I spent a lot of money on it back when I was 19. I shouldn't have bought it, but I did, because I got a good job and thought I was invincible. Um, but anyway, I haven't really treated it very well, and thanks to my cracked windscreen today and getting it fixed, I was able to actually reflect on the fact that a telltale sign of low self-esteem is in fact the way that we treat our possessions because our possessions are a reflection and a projection of ourselves and the way that we treat our possessions usually correlates to the way that we treat ourselves. And so without further ado, I hope you have a beautiful day and I hope that you enjoyed this super random podcast and my insights around this topic. And if you have any feedback, let me know. I would love to hear from you. All right. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you in the next episode. If you are wanting to explore your spirituality, personal development, and your relationship with love more deeply, I invite you into my world with my arms wide open. I offer online courses, one-to-one experiences, and a membership that is literally transforming the lives of many. You can find me on Instagram at sheisezra and discover more. But for now, beautiful soul, have a wonderful day.